Scott Messina for that wonderful intro here to our Pro Football Jokes podcast. Hello, everybody. I am Jemp, and we have a great show for you here. Special Thanksgiving edition uh, of our pod, and I am joined by the freaking beast himself, Alex. Alex, how are you doing this Thanksgiving week? I'm doing great. I am ready to eat some turkey, watch some football, uh, and, uh, hopefully, uh, don't have to watch the Redskins this Thanksgiving. So I know, uh, I can't be that disappointed. Hey, well, I'm lucky enough to lose my appetite every time watching the Lions. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, we also have another guest with us here today. It is Screwballs himself. Screw, man. How you doing? I've been doing well, you know, just being the janitor of pro, pro, pro football jokes take up a lot of my time recently. That's why I've been so busy recently but i'm happy to be back on the podcast done sweeping floors and ready to talk some football yeah we wanted to actually talk to you before we get into the podcast it is filthy around here (laughs) i don't know when your performance (laughs) review is but it can't come soon enough i mean like someone like broke glass so i try to like wipe it with clorox but that didn't really seem to do (laughs) (laughs) i did get i did get my doctor in this so i do know what i'm doing That's all right. That's uh, I might, might want to check out the school that uh, you went through for that, but pretty much uh, that's kind of how I, mean, I feel it's like Southern the... Mississippi Community College. So, I, mean, I, don't know what's, I don't know what's more of a prestigious university. Oh man, well, it feels kind of just like the uh, Lions. You know, they rub some glass in the wound to try. <laughs> They're going to use this <laughs> knife to pry it out. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, super thankful for that that team, and they make me feel emotions I didn't know were uh, possible. So, thank you, Lions. Very, very proud. Uh, there are some other things to talk about before we get into uh, some of the particular specific game action. There's some quarterback movement around the league, and I know normally we focus on jokes, but, man, these quarterbacks are no joke. We have uh, Andy Dalton himself coming back to save the Bengals season. Do you think he can do it, Alex? I mean, oh, uh, sure, yeah, he can take them to the playoffs. Um Maybe he can, maybe can help the Bills again uh, get get a team to play. But I think he can win a game for the Bengals, get that guy off the roof, um, so that they, so the Bengals at least, you know, don't have to join the the historic ranks of you know some other teams that uh, we we don't have to mention. Yeah, b- best not to mention those other historic teams. <laughs> uh, but no, I I agree. I think uh, Andy Dalton's got a chance. They got a game coming up, not this week, I believe, but soon against the. Uh, dolphins and that's the that's the real test can they can they yeah, get that one w that's a shot uh, i mean they, they they have a shot and i think they, they have a chance you know every week i guess and uh, to an extent i, I mean they, they've been getting better they've been able to run the joe mixon's played pretty well um yeah i mean they're they're i don't think they're a, a horrible i mean they're okay they're pretty bad but they they're good enough to win a game. The Dolphins are good enough to win. They're good enough to win a game. 
yeah, so there's hope. Just like Scott Messina said, we're looking for the greater things to come. So uh, Bengals fans, get your hopes extremely high. Please do, because uh, that's uh, Alex is promising a win. And if it doesn't, you can tweet him at Pro Football Joke. Let him know all your disappointment. Uh, there was another quarterback switcheroo, and this happened to your favorite team there, uh, Screw, where they decided that Mason Rudolph, after being smacked in the head with a helmet, no longer has what it takes to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you blame all of this on Miles Garrett, or has uh, Rudolph just never been that great of a quarterback? I mean, personally, I think he has been doing so well because as a kid, he didn't practice duck calling quite enough to where he should have been. Mm. I think that's really been holding him back when reading like a cover two defense. Had he been better at that, I think he would have would have made it. Yeah, is it but, is it true that Duck Hodges still uses his duck calls on the field to move uh, opposing players around? It's true, and he was uh, hunting today with uh, Washington. Uh, Alex, what's his name? James Washington. James Washington. Yeah. Not, always, not George. I always want to say Nate Washington. Not George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there he's he's still quite the duck caller apparently. So, uh, I I think it's mostly Mason Rudolph's thing sucking. I I don't think it really had anything to do with the things last week. That's at least what Tomlin said today in the press conference. So. He was been pretty bad. He's done like five interceptions in like two games, and he hasn't really done anything productive all year. So, yeah, I think he should have taken a, little, a few more deep shots to Johnny Holton. I mean, that that was really the key to his success. So, it's all about Deion Kane now, Alex. Get on, get on the hype train, okay? Yeah, uh, he made like one play. That, that was nice. Um, well, he also got a pass interference called against the guy who was guarding him. So that's kind oh, of nice. like two catches. Nice, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Duck Hodges, it's it's fine move. I mean, Mason Rudolph was pretty terrible. Um, Duck Hodges has, I guess, been overall better. He hasn't made too many mistakes, at least, and he made made big big gave him a spark last week and allowed them to beat the Bengals. Good job, very impressive. He beat he beat the Chargers pretty well too earlier in the season. He had a yeah, good it was game totally because of him, not the defense that nope, nope, destroyed nope. the. I think what uh, the Steelers really need to do to fix everything there is they need to make a trade for the one, the only Blake Bortles. Come in, right the ship. Sure. <laughs> Man, at least we can draft. Guy, honestly. We should just draft a quarterback with our first round next year, honestly. Oh, oh yeah. yikes. But don't worry, guys. The pick's only going to be like 18th. It's true. Yeah. I'm actually pretty happy with yeah. the whole Mika uh, thing. Can't can't complain about having Minka Fitzpatrick on your team. Nah, he's yeah. he's pretty pretty solid player. He's been yeah, his production's been pretty insane. Uh, a couple other quarterbacks that have not been working out well. Jeff uh, Dreskel. Uh, he seems okay as a backup, honestly. Uh, so I'm not saying he can't play football. However, he can't seem to win football games. So. <laughs> He beat the Raiders once last year, um, so he did win one game. He has won one game in his career. Um, yeah, I kind of said he's like a worse version of Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's not that good. So yeah. It's uh, it's not a great situation uh, uh, to have him as your starting quarterback. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's not like he just goes three and out and suddenly you don't have the ball anymore and you're like, oh, this guy sucks. He's going to get you like two first downs, but you'll you just won't score. So, like, you don't feel that bad all day. It's like, yeah, we've moved the ball a little bit. We've had, like, 200 yards of offense. 
in like six points. In, in fairness, the previous <laughs> week uh, when he put up a bunch of points, uh, we really had every chance to win a game, and he did definitely enough to win. So he he has had some moments, and our defense has been awful, but there's just no way uh, that he can only put up 13 points on that, that Redskins squad. So he is not the future. He is not the future. And uh, and the Lions couldn't even sign someone from the XFL. Uh, so apparently our prospects are bleak, uh, but we do have Logan Thomas. <laughs> Who not only had a rec- the the XFL is up and coming, man. Like I'm, I'm honestly okay Josh if we get some Logan Thomas at quarterback on Thanksgiving, I'll be pretty excited because <laughs> everyone in the world uh, will be that- forced to watch it. Do I have to talk to my family <laughs> or watch Logan, Logan Thomas? Thomas first, what do you guys think? Would, Logan Thomas first. Mitch would you guys rather talk to your family or have to watch Logan Thomas play quarterback in the NFL? Oh God! <laughs> do I have to do either of those? Um, <laughs> Can I just play the Thanksgiving song and sing along? <laughs> I'm just going to go for a walk. Uh, no, yes, it, it'll be tough. But, uh, you know, that's uh, football. There are quite a few teams out there that are that are really struggling. Uh, I mean, there, there are a few other places. But I just not, really want to hit not, on the – Not the Tennessee Titans, though. That's what I was going to say. I want to hit on teams that have somehow made things work. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, let's hit on Tennessee real quick. A, a few fantasy owners were happy or regretting not playing him, but Ryan Tannehill seems to seems to be legit. I, I mean, I honestly think he should be their quarterback next year as well with how well he's been playing. It definitely won't be Mariota. Uh, I think they'll have to look into sending Tannehill, but what do you guys think? I think he'll definitely be there on the team. I think he'll probably be probably be competing with someone, probably, probably bringing a young guy to, and he'll be kind of a bridge guy would be my guess. Um, but yeah, I think he's played played really well. He's made the Titans, you know, somewhat fun to watch. Um, I kind of I, I kind of see some some regression coming here towards the end of the season. But yeah, well, I mean, I think it makes sense to keep him. He's he's never been like terrible as a starting quarterback. He's always been like maybe slightly below Andy Dalton for most of his career. I mean, around that level. Um, yeah, he's he's had he's had some hot stretches before. This is this is a nice one. He's he uh, was was the top scoring quarterback in fantasy up until Monday night when Lamar Jackson just went off. Golly, Lamar Jackson's a pretty good football player, man. It's wild. Just and that Ravens team is on a is on a mission. We'll get to that when we talk divisions a little bit more. But any other uh, quarterback situations you guys want to hit before we start looking at the divisions? Um, well, Devin Hodges gave the Ravens a run for their money. Just so you know, watch out for that last game of the season. It's going to, it's going to be quackers. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, you you people. What what is that a play on words of? What, what, what would, what would, you know what, Alex, let's not think too much into my (laughs) Uh, Let's just let them be. Were, were you going to say the game is going to be crackers? Because that doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> well, <there's, laughs> well, Devlin Hodges is white, so kind of. I guess okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we get jokes sometimes. <laughs> we make some bad ones. But we move on, nevertheless. All right. So we're going to run through some divisions here and just kind of look at some of the close races and see. Uh, kind of taking our pick. Who do we really think? And we'll start with uh, my favorite division. Unfortunately, one that I'm probably not going to be too satisfied with. And. Hopefully one day in my lifetime I'll see the Lions win it, but that year is not this year. We have the NFC North. The Packers just coming off an embarrassing loss. 
and the Vikings being a pretty solid team rolling forward. What are you guys seeing? What are you guys thinking about this NFC North uh, division race? Yeah, so the, the Vikings coming up have the Seahawks, Lions, Chargers, Packers, Bears. I'd say really the, the Seahawks and the Packers are the only two real tough games there. Um, uh, the other games aren't, I wouldn't say are pushover teams, but those are games they should win. Um, the Packers have the Giants, Redskins, obviously lost there. Uh, Bears, Vikings, Lions. Um, so they probably have a little bit of an easier schedule, but uh, you know I think it's going to come down to the obviously that head-to-head matchup. Um, but I think the Vikings are a much better team right now. The Packers, like they're kind of a middle-of-the-road offense, and their defense hasn't been very good. I mean, I I don't know that they're that that big a contender right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the Packers have to put Oren Burks in on more than special teams if they really want to win some more football games. Personally, no bias there or anything yeah. like that. Go Stallions! But uh, hasn't he been hurt most of the season? Yeah, he's been hurt, but he's he hasn't really played when he's been healthy either. Yeah, he's playing um, a lot of special teams. Uh, yeah, but no, I, yeah, I just yeah, I agree. The Packers have been kind of a. I mean, they have a lot of wins. Both teams look like they're shooing for the playoffs, um, unless something catastrophic happens. But the Packers have looked yeah. like the softer team to me. They haven't impressed me with a lot of their wins, uh, and even when they have battled lesser teams. They've, they've pulled out a lot of wins, which obviously means they're, they're a solid enough squad for the playoffs, but I don't think people are too scared of the team overall, just perhaps some lingering fear of what uh, number 12 can do. But yeah, I, I don't have much faith there in the Packers. I think the Vikings uh, balls in their court on this one. Yeah. I think that I, I think the Vikings are the, the Vikings have just been great since, you know, those first few games when they had a, they had a couple hiccups. Um, but they've been on a hot stretch since, and I think they're a pretty complete team. I wouldn't say their defense is elite. Uh, their offense, I, I'd say they're just really good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, they need to get Thielen back if they really want to be able to beat the Seahawks yeah, team definitely. and be like actually really have a, a real shot. If the, assuming Thielen comes back and is his normal self, uh, they should be rolling. This it's interesting though. They have three primetime games out of their last remaining five games. They're playing the Seahawks, which will be great on Monday night. That'll be a tough showing on the road there for Kirk Cousins and company. And then they're on the road uh, at San Diego. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> at the stub. Yeah. Tough place to play. But then they have the the following week, the Packers at home for the late night game. So a lot of primetime games. It'll be interesting. It's a great chance for Kirk Cousins to really kind of rewrite his own narrative uh, if they have – success in those games and people will have to put him up there in that uh, top 10 quarterback in the league pretty solidly. Yeah. And I think he's definitely oh, I, like a top 10 quarterback. I definitely think so too. I'm just talking about just a general no. uh, perception of him. I understand. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah. And it's, it's definitely, this is a test for him because I, I think there, there have been moments when he was on the Redskins and even last year on, on the Vikings or, or he did, you know, he, he didn't have his best games coming down the stretch when the team needed it. So this is a chance to, chance to undo that. Yep. All right. Picks for the NFC North. What are you guys saying? Vikings. Packers. Lions. Very good. <laughs> Nobody likes the Bears. That's a bummer. All right. To the <laughs> NFC East. To the NFC East here. Let's uh, move it right along. A division where... Nobody's happy at all with anything that is happening with their team. So 
this I would I'll I'll go ahead and label this as the saddest division in football right now. You guys agree with that? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The Redskins are obviously going to win the division. They are clearly the best team. Um, Dwayne Haskins uh, is a player. (laughs) (laughs) Alex spitting facts over here. (laughs) He was a first-round draft pick. Yep. He got a win there. He got a sweet picture, all that good stuff. I'm not – I don't care too much about that picture. It's a stupid moment. It's a lack of discipline on that team. How is there not a veteran that, like, grabs him and throws him in the game, you know? But Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, he was excited for a win. He didn't realize the game was still going on. I mean, he's probably not going to get another win. So, you know, (laughs) go ahead. I don't know if you guys watched the Steelers-Browns game after, like, the helmet hit. Like, the next play was, like, a fourth down – and we kneeled it with like eight seconds left on the clock. But since there was fourth down, the time like the time of the yeah. clock just stopped, and both both teams just like left the field. Yeah. <laughs> I should see that. <laughs> no one. Uh, I imagine good... they had to get some people out there to do it, but they didn't show it on TV, and so that was pretty funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a good joke. All right, back to the jokes of this NFC East division here. You got two main teams that are fighting over trying to give the division away, and that is the Eagles of Philadelphia with their quarterback struggles. And, of course, the Dallas Cowboys coming off a fresh, uh, weird, embarrassing sort of loss to the Patriots. Uh, first, let's talk about the Cowboys. I just want to share about that Patriots game. Uh, it was just awful. You're going on the road. The weather is terrible. It's set up to have an ugly loss. Like, it just is. Uh, so, I don't know why everybody's kind of freaking out so much about the Cowboys. They competed. Yeah, I think they should have gone for the touchdown rather than kick the field goal. However, it it played out like he would want it. You got the ball back. They're driving a touchdown. Not only ties the game, but wins the game. Uh, but I, I don't think the, – the tripping calls didn't seem to be great. But yeah, there's they, no way that really cost them the game. They were not <laughs> scoring a touchdown there, no matter yeah. what was happening. I mean, that's why going for it was – I mean, not going for it was such a bad decision because, I mean, yeah, you, I, I obviously wasn't surprised that the Cowboys got the ball back, but – they're not going to drive down there again. They haven't done it all game. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with the tripping calls were, were not great calls. Um, and very unusual because it tripping is not called. It's uh, not a, not a very common call. Uh, it kind of rem- reminded me of that Lions Packers game where they got the two illegal hands, to the face calls. Um, I, I, That's a fun, fun game. Yep. <laughs> let's bring, let's bring that one up. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think this one was yeah the, the Cowboys weren't weren't going to go down. Well, real quick, I just want to say that Trey Flowers has never been called for hands for the face before in his career and had both of those. So, um, so he thought he could egregiously just. Blind so he thought he the... could grab the guy by the chest. <laughs> Tough to get chest and face confused, but it happens to Trey Flowers. He keeps thinking, <laughs> oh whatever, who cares? We're moved. We moved on. Our season's been massacred by many other reasons and i still picked him to win the north we're focusing on the east Um, so that was an ugly game for the cowboys Uh, i don't know why it seems weird to me that they're freaking out so hard about that one particular game i mean it was definitely a great chance for them to like just to get a statement victory and all that kind of stuff ultimately i don't think it's that big of a deal that they lost that game and they should be able to just move past it but if they want to be a circus about a loss i think that's only going to hurt them because they got to tricky game against the bills coming up Um, yeah for sure i mean i think the the cowboys are still in very good position to win the division um we have a game lead on the eagles i mean i I essentially think it's going to come down to the head-to-head 
game against the Eagles. Uh, they have three games coming up with Bills, Bears, and Rams. Um, none of those games. I mean, really, they should win all those games, but I'm guessing they drop one of them just because they're the Cowboys and I don't trust they're them. They're probably going to drop two of those if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I would not be surprised. Um, but let's say they go two and one there. Um, Eagles um, have the Dolphins, the Giants twice, uh, and then obviously the Cowboys and Eagles both have the Redskins, so those are obvious losses. Um, sure. So that puts them even, uh, other than their one game uh, in Week 16 um, against each other. So I think it's going to come down to that. Um, I mean, right now the Eagles just do not look like a good team. Well, the, well, their their defense is legit. Yeah, no, their defense like their is, defense is is balling. Right now, they're just crushing everything. It, well, the funny thing is, their their management was talking kind of bad about the defense. Like yeah, Schwartz, the, I mean, the defense was terrible at the beginning of the season. It was. was. But yeah, then they as got soon healthy. As, they just, as soon as they started talking bad about it, they get healthy and they start crushing. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, oh, crap. Maybe <laughs> we should focus on the fact that we don't have one legitimate receiving threat on this team. <laughs> the, receivers go, uh, the receivers are just so bad right now. I mean, they didn't even have Alshon Jeffrey or Nelson Aguilar, which I don't know how much of a loss that. No, I, I actually I do think I honestly I think they need to get Nelson Aguilar more involved, which is sad that that's what they need to do. Um, but he's a guy who's gonna drop passes that he should catch. But it's like you, he's like he's like a shooter. You just you just gotta gotta keep throwing him passes so that he'll eventually because he can at least make plays. So gonna drop some of them but you throw him enough of them he'll get more of a rhythm and start catching them more ideally you would want a guy that you don't have to do that with but you don't have one so so just throw more passes to nelson aguilar is honestly what i, yeah, what they I don't think they don't have do. much much else of a choice i i still believe in wentz career-wise he's just got to make it through this year one without getting hurt and then get some semblance get a few victories here get some confidence back up but Man, he's he's got the he's going against the defenses that can do it. I mean, the Dolphins, Giants, Redskins. Uh, I mean, he should be able to put up some points there. If he's not able to do it, then yikes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I thought he was playing really well earlier in the season. Um, this he's gone through a tough stretch where he's just he's still like making some plays, but he's just missing a lot of throws by like a lot. <laughs> Like some throws, you're just like, how did you miss by that much? Like they had the play on like their opening drive last week against the Seahawks, where it's just a guy coming out of the backfield and he threw it like five yards ahead of him. He was like <laughs> right next to him. Like he, he could easily, he, well, he probably walks in for, I mean, probably gets in for a touchdown there. Um, he hits him, but instead of third down, he airmails him and they have to kick field goal. Yeah. Not great. Not great. But, uh, I think I'll read the ship. So who you guys taking? Uh, not the Redskins, because obviously who are you taking for then second place or the real first place? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Cowboys. I'll go. Um, I'll go Eagles just to make it interesting between us two. I'm I'm actually gonna go Eagles as well. Looking at the schedule, I think their defense is being is is real. Cowboys are a little bit of a circus. I think they're gonna drop this game to the Bills. Trubiscuits uh, might get them on uh, the following week. Yeah, they got some tough. Let's fly Eagles fly into a first round playoff right. loss. 
looking at the <laughs> NFC West, this is a wild and fun division. How competitive it's turned out to be. Uh, you got this 49ers squad and the Seahawks truly battling it out for supremacy out there. 49ers coming off a dominating, uh, truly just good for the soul victory over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So I'm riding high with the 49ers based on them doing me that favor, but there's not a quarterback that's hotter or truly doing many more things than uh, Russell Wilson this year. So it's a pretty sweet matchup. So uh, which way you lean in there, Alex? I mean, again, I thought you heard this before, but I think it's going to come down to the head-to-head match. What? Matchup. I mean, they're... Fresh uh, analysis here, pro football jokes. Yeah, I mean, look, they're they're two really good teams. They have they both have some tough matchups. Well, I'd say the CFs really only have one really tough matchup against the Vikings, but they have Rams, Cardinals, Panthers. Like, they could drop one of those two. I mean, but I, I, I don't necessarily think they will. Um, 49ers have have several tough games coming up for the Ravens and the Saints, um, the, the, both on the road. So, I mean, I, I think they drop, you know, at least one of those. Um, and then they play each other. Seahawks already, you know, got, got one over uh, the Niners. I, I, it's in Seattle. You know, I, I'd give the edge to the Seahawks. I mean, the Niners are the better team, but the Seahawks defense is playing a lot better now. Um, before, they, they were not a good defense early on this season, and they – they really come on strong with uh, Davion Clowney. And uh, I know you don't want to hear this, Jack, but Quandary Diggs has been a huge addition for them. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're, certainly they're going to miss that fifth-round pick. Like, yeah, that that's a huge blow to the team. But uh, it, it's working out for them this season. Um, He's a good player, and, man. But yeah. don't worry, our 31st-ranked pass defense sure doesn't miss him. <laughs> Yeah, our pass rush um, is god awful, but we're not on that subject. We're here having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the Seahawks need need Tyler Lockett to be healthy. I don't know if he was fully healthy for this past game because uh, he did not do much. Uh, Malik Turner caught their one touchdown, but that was just a it was a trick play that there was their their only touchdown pass, and then they had a, another big run for their other touchdown. So I mean their their offense is kind of slowed the past couple weeks. I mean they don't have a ton of weapons. Uh, I don't know if this is still Chris Carson's backfield. Uh, so he fumbled twice. Well, it, technically only once, but also missed a handoff on the very next play after he fumbled and got it back. Um, so, I mean, he's fumbled. He fumbled seven times on the season, plus that botched handoff. Um, so that that's not great. And Rashad Penny got it, got in the game and had the long touchdown. So, We'll see for the Seahawks. I, I think they need they need somebody to step up at, just, just from a playmaking perspective. Yeah. The weird thing is, I'm obviously, I believe so much more in Russell Wilson than I do Jimmy G. Uh, and I'm not a very big Jimmy G fan. Uh, Shanahan's doing amazing uh, work out there, the 49ers. And their defense, I mean, obviously the defensive line is just flat out ridiculous. Uh and so I, in the head-to-head matchup, I actually, like you said, I do kind of like the Seahawks because Russell Wilson uh, moves around really well and I don't think will be as affected by the 49ers line as, as some other teams are. Uh, but overall, in terms of the division and just looking at the 49ers schedule here, that Ravens game is going to be very telling. Uh, I just think the 49ers will, will pull out the division victory uh, for this one. But I'm excited for both teams in the playoffs. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to play either one of them. 
Yeah, for sure. The whole NFC is just really tough. Yeah, compared like the NFC wild card right now to the AFC wild card, it's night and day. <laughs> it's like the Vikings are what like eight and eight and three, eight and three. Like the I guess yeah. the Bills are the sixty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, yeah I mean, like the Bills are like also like eight. Like they're like they're a good wild card. But then, like, the next one's like the Steelers, who are like six and five. So and the Viking, the Bills are not nearly as good as the Vikings. <laughs> no. Hey man, Josh Allen, uh, don't sleep on him. Uh, I think I will. <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> I'm gonna do. It. I can get a good night rest on him. All right, so let's let's flip over here to the AFC. We'll look at the AFC South here quickly. Uh, sweet matchup. You got two uh, pretty fun quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson there representing the Texans, and then uh, the backup for the Colts. Reset, who has uh, definitely played like a starter because I mean he truly well, is. How, how is he a backup? Who's the starter? It's Andrew Luck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's retired, dude. Oh, uh, dude, dude yeah, they totally went into the season thinking he was going to be the starter. Uh, yep. And then that was their plan all. And then an actual backup for this season, Ryan Tannehill leading the Titans. So this is kind of a, a fun three-teamer uh, race that's still going out there, battle for the division. It's kind of. Nobody's so great. However, they're all fun to watch in their own sort of ways. So uh, what do you make of this mess in the AFC South, Alex? Uh, Deshaun Watson is amazing, and he's going to win the division. Um, no, I mean, I, I got to take the Texans. I mean, they're I, I think they clearly have the highest ceiling of any of these teams. Um, Titans and Colts play each other this upcoming week. That'll... Uh, kind of tell us who's you know in the the main challenger to the Texans, um, and they could be tired of the Texans. The Texans play the Patriots, um, yeah. I mean, but the, the, Will Fuller coming back for the Texans it was so huge for them. They they need him on the field because Deshaun Watson is just one of the best deep passers in the league. Like I've said this multiple times, but he's so good at getting outside the pocket and creating plays, and just like he, he does it like almost as well as Russell Wilson, but he's at his most dangerous when he's just in the pocket and he can drop bombs on you to Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. And he needs Will Fuller out there to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately for my fantasy squad that nobody cares about, I didn't recognize that he was officially going to play until after the game started. It was too bad. I was playing cards and got caught up. That's why you got to be more, more, uh, more uh, committed to your fantasy teams guys or else you're going to be like me. I too uh, really like this Texan squad. I think they just have the most talent. Unfortunately, of course, Watt has just been struggling these last few years to be himself in the defensive end and has been out. Uh, and that's not necessarily what they would have hoped for going into this year or anything like that. But uh, the offensive side of the ball, fun to watch, very talented. Colts are a solid squad. Their kickers hurt them more than anybody else on their team, which is a bummer. Uh, and then you, you're looking at the, the Titans with this resurgence. Schedule-wise, uh, it's probably most friendly to the Colts. Uh but it, I mean, it's all, all their schedules are actually pretty similar, uh, so it's kind of tough to truly pick based on that. So if I, I'm just going, I'm trusting the talent uh, of the Texans to pull this division out. What, what do you think there, Scroop? Wild card. It's time for the Titans. <laughs> all right, you're, you're running with Henry. Yeah, I mean, Derek. All Derek Henry has to do is imagine he's playing the Jaguars. Every single time he touches the ball, <laughs> he'll just go for 75 yards every game. And I think Tannehill, yeah. I'm just going to go with the story. 
watching Tannehill like turn his career around would be fun. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah. That sounds good. There you guys have Ryan Tannehill, the best story. As long as they play the Jaguars, they got this. (laughs) I mean, the Texans and Texans and Titans play each other two of the last three games. Yeah, that's big. That's kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) Titans are only down one game. I mean, so are the Colts, but that's a close division. Yeah. All right. That's why we're talking about it in these divisions. Yeah, we races. only talk about the important things here in Pro Football Jokes. All right, slide into our last division before we have a couple fun segments to end us out. Look at the AFC West here, primarily looking at the Chiefs and John Gruden's Raiders. Kind of wild. We definitely would have thought the Chiefs would have ran away with this, uh, but not quite yet. Do you really think the Raiders have a chance at this? No. <laughs> I mean, I had, to put them on. I had to put them on here because they're only a game behind. I think – Last week, they kind of at least looked like they had a chance, but then they got blown out by the Jets. Like, I mean, if they just lost to the Jets, that's one thing, but they just got destroyed by them. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that this team isn't that talented. It's, it's a, they played really well and they, they have some pieces to build on, which is nice. Um, and they've been really well coached and just been efficient on offense. Like, their offense has really been very good all season, um, up to last week, but, uh, yeah, I think they they can. They're a team that you can't take lightly, but I kind of expect the Chiefs to to beat them this next week and not look back. So, yeah, Chiefs are winning this division. It's kind of a nice story that the Raiders are better than people expect. But Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid are not uh, losing this division to John Gruden and the Raiders. You disagree there, Scrub? No, I think the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I said Chiefs going. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Well, we all believe in the Lions and the Chiefs. And, and by the way, I, d- I didn't include the AFC East, even though the Bills are only two games behind the Patriots, because, I mean, we, we nobody thinks the Bills have a chance, right? No, no not a chance. Okay. Do you guys think <laughs> the Steelers or the Browns have a better chance of the wild card? The Browns. Uh, yeah, I like the Steelers. I mean, I, I, that last wild card spot is wide open. I mean, I even thought the Bills didn't necessarily weren't necessarily going to hang on to that top one, but they're kind of. I think they're too far up at this point to to let it go. I think the Bills have a hard schedule coming up. But yeah, I mean, if they drop this game to the Cowboys and they, they still get yeah. the Patriots again, so they have, yeah, they play the Cowboys, then they play in Pittsburgh, they play the Jets, then the Ravens and the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could give it up. I mean, they could lose out and go eight and eight. Yeah. Um, or or seven I, and nine for that matter. Uh, no, they couldn't go seven and nine. They'd <laughs> 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 be impressive. They, they could go seven and nine next year, Alex. That's true. Uh huh. <laughs> boom. Got him. All right. So, so slide over. I believe Screw has one of his famous segments for us. Uh, yeah. You guys ready? It may be the time of the year that brings joy and removes all fear, but it's also the time for the chopping block. And I may have been a little busy this year, but there's no time as important as Thanksgiving. So with that being said, let's jump into the chopping block. Chop! Alright, first let's go to uh, Alex. Alex, how have you been? Uh, I've been great, dude. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Alright, well let's start with an easy one for you, okay? In 2010, the Saints were led by Drew Brees, who took on a legendary quarterback not named Tony Homo. Who was it? 
uh, Tony Romo? No. I'll, I'll, wait, that, wait, is it 2010? Oh, it's, wait, so they're, 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 wait, wait. So, Drew Brees played play in 2010? Yeah. I, I, I'm confused with the question. All right. Who played against the Saints in 2010 on Thanksgiving against the Saints? Oh. Um, and it's not Tony Romo. Okay. Um, Can we turn that volume up a little bit? <laughs> I want to be able to hear us, <laughs> the actual question. Um, I'll, uh, no one cares John about what, what did you say, Alex? Was it John Kitten? It was John Kitten. It was. Holy heck. Came from care. high school. All right. Yeah, it's like they played. All right. What did you say, Jack? I'm ready for mine. Let's do this. All right. Well, this question Fears was actually move. for Reeve, but uh, I'll skip your question for right now. All right, I'll skip over it. All right, all right, Jeff, it's been about a year now, and I'm still waiting for my secret Santa gift. But luckily, you don't have to wait for your chopping block question. So here we go. The Lions have played in every Thanksgiving since 1934. In 1986, the Lions played an amazing game, scoring over 40 points. But who did they lose to? (laughs) Uh, That definitely sounds like we lost to the Packers. It is the Packers. All right, but luckily for you, also, this is the double chop. Who, were the, who was the Lions quarterback in that game for a bonus point? Oh, gosh. 86. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, is, it is not coming to mind. It is. We have a, You're not even going to guess? We have a pretty forgettable there's, cast. There's quarterback. no way he gets it. Because right, I, I helped him write the question. There's zero chance you get it. It is it? Joe Ferguson. <laughs> okay. Whoops, I didn't get that it one. sounds like <laughs> I made up a name. <laughs> he, was, he was a good quarterback for the Bills. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Fantastic. Turd Ferguson. Funny name. All right, this music is extremely distracting. I'm going to keep it going. All right, Alex, I'm going to give you an easy one so you can kind of space out on this one. Let's go back a bit to the year 1974. The birds were chirping. Things were going great. But little did everyone know, a mediocre quarterback was born and ended up playing for the Denver Broncos and played in the AFC Championship game versus the Steelers. But one time in 2005, he ended up winning an overtime game against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Who is that quarterback? Wait, so he played for the Broncos? Yes. And then played for the Steelers. No, in the, no, I was just giving you a random fact that he played an AFC Championship game against the Steelers at one point. But he played okay. in 2005 against the Cowboys and won on Thanksgiving. Uh, Jake Plummer? It is Jake Plummer. Alex has two points, I believe, and I Jack has one. All right, to Jack, your second question. Jack, it's been a rough season since starting 2 0 1. And going one and seven after. I know you're hoping to turn around the momentum this season with a nice Thanksgiving win, but I hope you've been doing this, uh, some good scouting. The Bears' starting quarterback is Mitch Trubisky, who has had a rough go so far in the NFL, and many fans are looking to have him benched. If he were to get benched in this game, who is their second string quarterback? I'm assuming it's still Chase Daniel. It is Chase Daniel. Two points for Jemp. 
right. So this question's for Reeb, but I'm going to give it to Alex anyway. <laughs> no, I, th- I don't think Alex saw this one, so I'll give him one of Pep's questions. All right. Alex, how chopped are you feeling right now? Pretty chopped, dude. Well, I hope you majored in history because we're going to go back to 1973. Richard Nixon was in office. The Vietnam War ended, and things were looking great, except for the fact that the Redskins lost to the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. But we're going to forget about that with some Bellinis probably tomorrow. In 1973, you played the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl and actually won. Who was the Redskins quarterback? Wait, who did they play in the Super Bowl? (laughs) The Lions? I'm going to go ahead and guarantee it was not the Lions. Right. Played the Lions on Thanksgiving. We beat the beat the Dolphins in the oh, okay. Super Bowl. Wait, you guys beat the um, Dolphins in the Super Bowl? You lost the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Or we lost the yeah, Dolphins in the Super Bowl, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the uh, it was Billy Kilmer. Yes. I did help write this question, Got but it. I did it without <laughs> This isn't fair. This would have been much better so, if Reeb had just... So, to be fair, I did know the answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Jack. I'll give you the one that Alex actually wrote, because he wrote one for Pep. Wait, was that the one? No, you wrote a different one. You wrote one for... Yeah, I didn't write this one, but uh, I helped come oh, up. We wrote it for Reeve, I think. Yeah. All right. Jack, as a Bengals fan, <laughs> you probably don't know much. You don't have much to be thankful for on Thanksgiving, but at least you aren't stuck on a roof. The Bengals are looking to go 0-16, just like the Lions did in 2008, including a 47-10 loss on Thanksgiving to a team that finished as the number one seed in the AFC that year. Which team and coach beat the Lions on Thanksgiving in 2008? Uh, my first thought is the Texans. Um, that is incorrect. It was the Titans. Ugh. Do you want to guess the coach? Uh, coach of the Titans in 2008? Um, I'll give you a hint. He did not go 7-9 that year. Or eight and eight. Oh, was it really? Was it really Jeff Fisher? <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! I actually wrote this question for. I already asked Alex this question earlier. Is there another one? All right, I'll give this one. Uh, Alex does all these. I'm just giving oh the Jack, God. and hopefully he gets them. All right, Jack. The Bengals <laughs> have been doing. Doing great so far. I've been watching. All right. All right. I'll ask you the question. Uh, the Bengals have had. Luckily, the Bengals have had off Thanksgiving almost every year, except for once in 2010 against the Jets. Unfortunately, the Bengals lost, as they tend to. As a diehard Bengals fan, can you remember who the running back was in 2010? For the, the Bengals? Bengals? Yes. I'm going to go with Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. It was Cedric Benson. Jack, I thought you were a real Bengals fan. What's going on? When did, <laughs> when did on, Ben Jack. Jarvis Green Ellis play? He was on the Patriots in 2010, and I think he went to the Bengals the next year in 2011. Oh, spare, spare me. I was so far off on that one. 2012. So I get, we'll give you the points anyway, because honestly, I'm not keeping track. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Sweet. there have been some solid shootouts on Thanksgiving with quarterbacks <clears throat> thrown for big yards. Which of these quarterbacks, which one of which one of these quarterbacks has the record for most passing yards in one game on Thanksgiving? I'm gonna go with Matt Flynn. I didn't give you the. 
<laughs> I was gonna give you some options. You can still go with Matt Flynn if you want a lot of them in there. Tony Romo, Matthew Stafford, Troy Aikman, or RG three. This is in a game. One game in one game. Oh man. Tony Romo, Matthew Stafford, Troy Aikman, or RG three. Thanksgiving Day. They're from. The RG3 throwing in there is so random. I'm actually going to go with it. Did you do it rookie season? It is not. It was Troy Aikman threw for 455 yards in 1998. Dang. That would have probably been my second choice because I knew it wasn't Stafford or Romo, but the RG3 thing was so random. Well, well well-structured question. Thank you. He he had that great great Thanksgiving game. Remember on his rookie season, though? More touchdowns. That's why I threw him in there because I three, like three, knew like that game was memorable. So maybe people would pick it just because of that game. I, yeah, I, I mean that's a lot of yards to throw over 450 yards. Yeah, go Matt Flynn I don't remember that game, Jack. You were like four years old at the time. When, <laughs> when was it when Matt Flynn threw like 500 yards against the Lions? I could have sworn it. Could have sworn that was a Thanksgiving Day because it felt like a nightmare. Uh, that was week 17. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do some quick little chops. Can I get some Scott Messina in the background though? For the quick little chop. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Time for some quick little chops. Although this is a slow song. Alright, Alex, time for some quick little chops. Did the Lions win their Thanksgiving game in two thousand three? Uh, I'm just gonna guess no. Incorrect, they won. Jack, yeah. how many games did Tony Romo play on Thanksgiving? Fourteen. 14. <laughs> he played in the seven. So I'll give you half points. He definitely were like, didn't play 14 seasons. I didn't know how many seasons he played. <laughs> but he plays every Thanksgiving. My bad. All right. Alex, who was the Vikings quarterback? All right, actually, all right, I'll, I'll get that one to Jack. All right, Jack, what is eaten by the winning team's MVP on Thanksgiving? I'm going to assume a turkey leg. It is a turkey leg. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Tough. Alex, what team has never played on Thanksgiving? Uh, I gave you this question. I know. Well, all these questions you helped me write. So <laughs> just answer the question. Just take you, the I points, okay? I didn't give you most of these. Five, the Jack was. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. You figured it out. All right. Jack, who was the Vikings quarterback in the 2017 game on Thanksgiving? Uh, was that Josh Freeman? It was no, that Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum would have been my next choice. Josh Freeman was years before that, right? Yes. When was yeah, he? I don't think he didn't even play on Thanksgiving. No, I just I was trying to think of a random quarterback. Case Keenum would have been my real <laughs> guess. All right, just trying to come he up with jokes from fans. Played that one game on Monday night. Uh, yeah, it knew it was a primetime game where he threw it to the stands like six yeah. times. They got him a week before and were like, all right, you're going to play. <laughs> all right, Jack, when was the last time the Redskins won on Thanksgiving? 2012. It was 2017. They won. Oh, they played right, the Alex. Cowboys or something? They played yeah. the Giants. In, oh, in my wow. game. Impressive. All right, Alex. Did the Steelers blow out the Colts 28 to 10 on Thanksgiving in 2016? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. They won 28 to 7, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> <Got him. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, Jack. Name me one yeah. year in which Thanksgiving wasn't played or football wasn't played on Thanksgiving. Alright, I'm gonna go with the year two hundred and ten. Alright, it was <laughs> <laughs> it was a year. Actually, I forgot to say this part. I actually specifically wrote after 1930. <laughs> I, I I was correct with the uh, the. Ca- you the were correct, but I actually did write. It says name a year in which Thanksgiving football was was not played after 1930. But I just did that one off of. Uh, 1940. Damn, you're actually really close. It was 1941. To 1944, they did not play because of World War II. I was about to say it had to be in there. I thought it might have been the start, but no. Wrong. All right. Well, that's it for the chopping block. The score <laughs> is who the hell knows. <laughs> well, when your opponent wrote half the questions <laughs> and you have to answer questions written for somebody else, it's pretty brutal. That's a tough one. Jack, well played, I don't guys. make well the played. rules. I just write the rules. Okay. It's our unpaid intern's fault for not showing up for work. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Golly. Okay. Unbelievable. That was good. It was good to have the chopping block back, even if it was chaotic and I was wrong on other things that I could have gotten right. But we move on. It just means I got to do more research for the fans out there. Sorry, guys. I'll do better next time. But I do want to thank Alex for playing. Thanks for playing, Alex. All right. So. We are just about time here because we have uh, other commitments, apparently, which is crazy. Who would have other commitments other than profootballjokes.com? But uh, to quickly end this off, it is Thanksgiving. So I feel instead of our typical overreactions, we're going to overthink someone uh, or something or a circumstance because you might start to wonder if we're being serious or sarcastic or not. Uh, That's for you to decide. But we really want to make sure we thank these specific people. Uh, so, uh, Alex, do you have someone that you really would truly love to totally genuinely thank? Yes. Um, I have, um, I, I would like to thank Bruce Allen. I mean, he's just done such a great job. I mean, the culture is damn good over there. Building, <laughs> building that for the Redskins, um, <laughs> making sure he drafts the right people, bringing in the quality quarterback, um, Dwayne Haskins, making sure he knows exactly what his place in and uh, what, what his role is for the, for the team going forward uh, and make sure he's got his priorities, right. Um, knowing that he has to take care of his fans. Uh, don't worry about, you know, the end of the game or anything, just, just make, make a fan's day, take, take some selfies with them. Um, that That's the important thing for the Redskins um, and, and making sure that the, the Redskins fans all are able to, to make some money off their season tickets by selling them to other other fans who um, <laughs> might, might want to go come watch their teams play. So so thank you, Bruce Allen. Oh man, absolutely. Hope he hears that. Uh, how about you there, uh, Drew? All right, I would like to thank from the bottom of my heart. I would like to thank Miles Garrett for beating our quarterback in the head with a helmet, and then claiming he said the N word, and then having our quarterback get benched so that we have a chance in the regular season to make the playoffs. I would just like to thank him for just going out of his mind to ruin his own career just to help the Steelers out like that. It true, It's an unselfish effort by him, and I really appreciate that. Absolutely. And I, of course, want to thank uh, Matt Patricia uh, for coming into Detroit after we had to deal with those stupid nine and seven seasons and making the playoffs and stuff. 
I'm really happy for Matt Patricia. He's coming in. He's instituting uh, the Patriot way where you make sure the Patriots always win and no other team in the universe wins. So he's continuing to keep the Patriot way going there strongly, keeping that uh, defensive mindset going strong here. You want to make sure you're trading away good players to get back bad draft picks uh, and then never be able to figure out how to play complementary football. When your offense is rolling, you want to make sure you give up more points on defense. And then when your offense isn't doing well, you also want to make sure your defense doesn't do anything. So want to just thank Matt for Patricia for the leadership there. And I just uh, truly hope he continues to turn things around there in Detroit. Uh, I want to thank our unpaid intern Reeb for showing up as he always does for work. He's really excited for that. And uh, um, for Pep who couldn't make it, I'm going to give an extra thank you to the entire Redskins organization for all the things they've done and the feelings that they make all their fans feel all the time and just how truly rewarding it is to root for that team. Way to go, everybody. A real genuine thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to Scout Messina and the wonderful music he's bringing to this Thanksgiving time of year. Don't truly hope, Scott. I truly hope that everybody out there uh, is not feeling fear and gets to be with their loved ones that they're thankful for and is excited for all the things to come.
See ya. <laughs>